0: my friends. How are you? So it is a lovely Sydney week. It's coming to the end of term time and I have noticed that uh, my children are a little bit exhausted. So I'm going to talk today a little bit about how we manage when everybody is just that little bit sort of on the tired side and what we do to manage that. Now, I am by no means an expert in this field. I would love to hear from you. If you have some ideas around this, please do get in touch with me on Instagram at Soul Hub, S-O-U-L-M-A-M-A-H-U-B. And also, if you are loving this podcast, I would absolutely be so grateful if you could either share it or review it, or both. In Apple Podcasts, you just scroll to the bottom of the show and there's an option to Rate or review the podcast. So, for this, I would be eternally grateful because the more that we do that, the more people hear the podcast, the more I can get these ideas out to people. Now, the reason that I'm on this mission to get these ideas out to people is that I myself have not always been so, I guess, happy, easy going, functional. (laughs) I've definitely had moments in my life, long moments, years sometimes where I haven't been coping and I haven't felt supported and I haven't felt connected deeply within myself or within community. And that kind of loneliness, dysfunction slash painful period of my life um, has left me on a drive and on a mission to share the things that have helped me rise up out of that. And the things that may also help you or those that you care for rise up out of that. Because you know what? Life is short and if we are parents, and I know that not everyone is, but um, this podcast is aimed at parents and I uh, wholeheartedly acknowledge that there are many people in the world who A, are not parents or B, would like to be parents and are not yet or C, have been parents and have experienced unimaginable loss. So I want to acknowledge all of those people. And everyone who might be listening to this that is not in fact a parent at this very moment um, but potentially feels like that would be a beautiful thing in their lives so can be a very hard place to be. So um, I just want to shout that out too to let us, those of us that do have families to acknowledge those that do not and all the various ways that that happens. So I digress in a very important way. But... I am here very much in this life to support those who are parenting and those who are going on a journey as a parent, perhaps back to themselves as their children grow, perhaps desperately seeking connections within themselves when their children are very young. I know that's a really can be a really tough stage, no matter how grateful you are for having a baby or how in love with that baby you might be that's not to say there are not moments that can be incredibly challenging and I feel that and I have felt that before directly myself where you sort of have this sense that oh gosh I really I you know I should in inverted commas should be feeling grateful for this situation I'm in but you know what it's so hard and I don't feel like I can say that out loud because then I feel guilty and then I feel like it's not fair and all of that. But you know what? Your feeling is your feeling. So you're allowed to have a feeling. You don't have to think all the time about what that means to other people. You're allowed to have a feeling and you're allowed to fully, fully feel it. And uh, hopefully by being more honest with ourselves and allowing others to be more honest with us, we can create a culture within which not just the happiness and the great moments are celebrated, but also the moments of despair and and just absolute pitiful depths of difficulty can also be allowed. And I think that this is a really important thing that we sort of sometimes overlook, that in our social media slash Instagram beautiful world, we sometimes forget that it's okay to be human and flawed and have a difficult moment. So back again to the subject of the podcast. As the children get tired and the parents get tired as well, no doubt, as term time progresses or homeschool, weeks, end on end, whatever your situation, we get tired. And like here in Sydney where I am, it's the middle of winter right now, Um, but it can happen in summer too, but I I do feel, feel like in winter we want to slow down and we can't always do it, you know, like the sort of circadian rhythms, the shorter days, the longer nights, the colder temperatures can make us feel like we want a different pace, but the life that we've built for ourselves potentially doesn't allow it. And that can be really challenging. So there's a few things that I can talk about that um, help me with that. And I hope that they also help you. Um, If you're already doing all these and you have others, please, please share with me. I would love to transfer them over to my community and <laughs> let you share them with all of us because I think we need all the help we can get when we feel like this you know it can be really difficult and and you know big shout out to those of us who are feeling like this and are just soldiering on because I know that that's what we do and it's kind of amazing really the, the incredible lengths that we will go to to maintain all the things we set up in our lives um, day after day moment after moment trying to be the best we can with our kids with ourselves with our partners or our friends or family or whatever. And it's a huge thing, you know, so acknowledge you, first of all, huge acknowledgement. I see you. And uh, here's the things that help me. So one is, and this was a great one that I learned from our guest, actually, who you're going to hear from very soon, is only say yes when you really mean it. So only say yes when you know it's something you really, really want to do. And you really, really feel committed to because saying yes to things that you don't want to do, or yes to social engagements that you don't really want to commit to, you're not doing anyone any favours. And you're certainly not doing yourself or your kids any favours. So only do and commit to the things that are nourishing in some way, that are feeding your soul, that are feeding your values, that are aligned with the life that you are aiming for because so often we feel obligated or we have the shoulds going on or we kind of get bullied into doing things maybe <laughs> school P&Cs etc that we feel like we have to do and and ultimately they they're not feeding us and they're not nourishing and you know what that energy is it's not an amazing energy it's not one that that you want to live in so really as much as possible say yes only to the things that Really feel like a resounding yes inside you and start to tune into that. Start to train that muscle, you know, that intuition muscle and that foresight muscle and that passion muscle that tells you, yes, I'm going to be present when I'm doing that. Think to yourself, envision yourself doing it. Am I going to be present? Am I going to be liking the idea of that? So that's number one. Number two, I would say, is to allow a lot of extra space in your life, more than you think, so, for example, this morning, I got up at seven. That's a little bit earlier than I would normally get up. And I thought, well, I've got an hour and a half to get ready for school. How cool. Then a series of events occurred. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. A builder knocks on the door and says, we're about to block your driveway. Do you want to move your car out or can you leave it in your garage all day? I'm like, well, I've got three kids. I've got to get to three different places. I think I'll move the car out. So I had to get out, find a parking spot in a quite busy street, walk back. Um, then... As I walk back in the door, I hear the dog throwing up. And would you believe the dog ran in from outside, went up the stairs through to the only carpeted area of our home and threw up on the carpet. (laughs) Sorry, landlords, it's okay. It's all cleaned up. But I couldn't believe it. I literally was trying to yank the dog out of the room before she threw up. Anyway, she threw up. So then I had to clean that up. So then I go outside to put the mucky stuff in the compost and I step in dog poo. So then I'm cleaning out the, you know, the bottom of the Adidas shell toes, how there's like a thousand little squiggly lines. So I'm getting, you know, a skewer and I'm like cleaning out the, (laughs) the poo from all the little wiggly lines. Meanwhile, there's, you know, children, I can't find my jacket. I need to do this. I need that. You know, the ongoing sort of things that occur. Then I go to make lunch. There's no butter for the sandwiches. And I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on here? Then I went, I can't remember the next one, actually. It went on like that. I won't bore you to eternity with it, but you get the picture, right? You do have those days where things just like nothing, you know, I can't wear these shoes. They don't fit me anymore. And I can't find my socks and that's the wrong jacket. I want the jacket that fits me better. And, you know, like it's one thing after the other. And I mean, I didn't even have breakfast this morning. I'll admit I I had nothing in the tank really. I managed to get in, I think, a glass of water between all of the unforeseen circumstances. But the point is, life happens. So leave space for the things that happen. Because if you don't, they are going to be so much pressure. And they are going to put so much pressure on you and your family, often in moments when you don't have anything in the tank, or you're already tired from a sleepless night, or you know, someone's got a cold or whatever. There's so much that goes on, especially, I mean, we have a family, of basically of six if you include the dog. And, um, you know, well, there's a lot going on. So it's pretty important, I think, to allow as much time and space as you can. And I do literally sometimes just put in the diary, you know, hours here and there or weekends here and there that are kept open for that reason because I feel like we just can't breathe if we don't do that. Like the pace of life, maybe it's not the same in the country. I don't know. If I've never lived in country areas. I think it can get pretty busy there too. If you're owning a farm, my goodness, I can only imagine it must be incredibly busy. There's always something to do, I guess, wherever we are. Families have a lot going on. So respect that, acknowledge it, and make allowances for that and still things will still come in out of the blue and, you know, disrupt. So be ready for disruption. And the third is to reframe that idea of disruption and think about it as spontaneity, mystery, surprises, and really allow things to occur in a way that even if you're not in control of them, and even if you didn't plan them, they can still bring you blessings. So For example, you've got to go down to this other shop because this shop didn't have that thing and that shop didn't have that thing. So if you have enough time, if you're following this idea, then you can go, oh, look, we're right near that beautiful playground. Let's stop in at that beautiful playground. You can have a play with your kids, which you wouldn't otherwise have done. So by allowing space, by acknowledging and accepting that things come out of the blue, you can actually take it one step further, not just embrace it, but use it and hack the system and go, okay, well, this is cool. We get to explore this place. But that doesn't happen if you're in a rush. And that doesn't happen if you're feeling beset upon by this thing, or you're angry, or you're upset, or you're feeling out of control. So I guess a little bit of what I'm talking about is, if you can exercise flexibility and acceptance and surrender, then those things can be really great. And, um, you know, not always, but sometimes. And Sometimes I quite like that uh, when something comes in that I didn't plan or something happens that I didn't expect, it kind of forces me to think differently or do differently. And that's actually, for me, a really good thing. So, um, yeah, be flexible. And, you know, that might mean you need to really examine yourself. That might mean that there are moments when you get rigid and get stiff against something that you don't want to happen have a look at that have a look inside that what's beneath it what's it hitting in you why is this thing so difficult for you what does it tell you about yourself you can you can really use those moments to reflect and i think having people around you that you can reflect with and community around you that you can bounce ideas off you know that's that's key that's a big part of it for me i make sure that I connect. Oh, just remembered, I didn't call a friend back. I must do that. (laughs) Do you ever do that? Oh, yeah, that's right. I really wanted to talk to that person and I didn't talk to them today. (laughs) So, yes, you know, those moments can be amazingly powerful when we realise something about ourselves and we actually let them teach us. It's a bit of a kind of a mindset thing where we can actually go, oh, that doesn't feel good. How come? What is that? What's that about? And if there's a part of us that can sort of be observing and stand back, it's a bit of a Buddhist idea. It's an idea in a lot of different modalities, actually. But if we can actually train and exercise that part of us that is a little more objective and a little more, I guess, spacious and distant from the problem, it's pretty powerful. It's pretty transformative because it allows awareness and awareness is in itself transformative by seeing things within us it changes immediately. That is like secret sauce. So they're my things for today. Um, those three things hopefully will help you a little bit at the pointy end of the term. And uh, I hope you got something out of this. It's all for you guys. It's all to support us as women and mothers and family members to live a soulful, ethical and bold life. So I hope in some small way that helped. Until next time, with love, always. Bye for now.